Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 1, looking at verses 12 through 14, read from the New uh, Living Translation. The disciples returned to Jerusalem according to their master's appointments, though there they were in the midst of enemies. And remember, they were in fear of the Jews. But Matthew Henry points out that God can find hiding places for his people in the midst of their enemies. And that's a beautiful picture. We thank God for that. But let's listen to Acts chapter 1. Verses 12 through 14, read from the New Living Translation. Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives, a distance of half a mile. When they arrived, they went to the upstairs room of the house where they were staying. Here are the names of those who were present. Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. They all met together and were constantly united in prayer, along with Mary, the mother of Jesus, several other women, and the brothers of Jesus. Again, Acts chapter 1, verses 12 through 14, read from the New Living Translation. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I'm your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thank you for taking time to uh, learn God's Word with me as we learn together. Like, follow, share at Minute Words or hashtag Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. And my podcast is heard wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. Y'all be blessed. Again, that was Acts chapter 1, verses 12 through 14, read from the New Living Translation. The apostles returned to Jerusalem as instructed by their master, by their um by uh, Jesus's appointment, he made he he told them to return to Jerusalem to receive the Holy Spirit. So this is was a notable obedience. Jesus told them to return to Jerusalem and wait for the coming of the Holy Spirit, and that is exactly what they did. And how many times has the Holy Spirit directed us to do something and we don't do it? And then there are consequences because we didn't follow God's leading. But let me continue. They didn't forget the sermon right after they heard it. They actually did what Jesus told them to do. Even though he was no longer physically physically present with them and they were possibly in danger and afraid of the Jews because they were probably considered outlaws. They were, you know, renegades. They were on the run from for fear you know, uh, of what would happen to them, retaliation from the high, the high leader, the leaders of the Jews. But let me continue. The Mount of Olives 
is a ridge east of Jerusalem. And it's the, uh, Luke says it's a Sabbath day journey. So the Mount of Olives was just outside of ancient Jerusalem. This describes a short distance, uh, the only kind allowed on the Sabbath. This mount is here said to be near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey from it. That uh, means it's a little way, no, no further than devout people would walk out on a Sabbath evening after the public worship was over for meditation. And that's words of Matthew Henry. So the journey is set, and the scripture said, by about a half a mile. And the commentary says it's about three-fifths of a mile, three-fifths of a mile, which again was the longest distance any uh, that Jews were allowed to walk without breaking the Sabbath. And then Luke, as the narrator, lists the 11 remaining of the 12 original apostles. And he also mentions that the mother uh, the mother of Jesus was there. The mother of our Lord, Mary, was there. And this is the last time that there will be any mention of Mary in the scriptures. There were others there um, said to be the brethren of our, of our Lord, his kinsmen according to the flesh. And to make up the 120 spoken of in verse 15, we may suppose that of uh, that the all or most of the seventy disciples were with them, uh, those that were associated with the apostles and were empl- employed as evangelists. The names, okay, were listed. I already said that, even though they appear in a dis a different order. Luke often um, shows how God uses prayer to work in and through his church because he said that they were constantly united in prayer, which is what we need to do. We need to unite. We need to pray. And he said they were constantly united in prayer, not just one or two, but all. They all met together and were constantly united in prayer, including uh, the women that were included. So the mention of Mary and the women by in Luke's account reflects his, his theological emphasis that all people, Jews and Gentile, rich and poor, men and women, are included in the community and mission of the church. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Father, that you can find hiding places for your people in the midst of their enemies. Even as we look and listen and hear about the wars and rumors of wars, especially the war in the Ukraine, we have to know, God, and we have to believe that you do take care of your people, even in the midst of their enemies. And we thank you for that. We thank you for the for the. Uh, presence of your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your son dying for our sins. We thank you for his resurrection. We thank you for your angels that you have given charge over us. And we praise you for that. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. There are so many prayer needs. One of our um, 
church members who's 97 years old, one of our friends, dear friends, went home to be with God. But her uh, granddaughter said she's just slept peacefully, peacefully away. And Father, we thank you that you give your saints rest. We thank you for that picture of her just reclining in your arms. No pain, no more pain in her body. Thank you for that, Father. We're praying for those who need you for other um, things in their lives. You know what the needs are. There are so many needs that your people have. But God, we know you hear. We know that you listen. We know that you answer. Praying for those who are um, asking and seeking healing and believing you for healing. Praying for those who need you to be that lawyer in the courtroom, that doctor in the sick room. We're praying for those who need you to be their, to, uh, be their hiding place. And God, we're thanking in advance for answered prayer. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.